Hello, welcome to the November... Is it November uh, I want to say November issue, but we're not a magazine. We're not a magazine, no. Um, November, November episode. November episode, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh my, yes. it's late. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us have had a full day in work. You have, yes, you have. <laughs> not that I'd be any better if I hadn't. Possibly worse. Possibly worse, yeah, quite most likely, yeah. So welcome, She Watchers, to the She Watchables podcast. We are Betty and Rita, and mm-hmm. we will be discussing, again, another... Rewatchable, she watchable film. Yay! Another one that I haven't seen up until very, very recently. Now, this makes me nervous because it, not every film that I've recommended to you you've, you've universally loved. No, no. And, you but know, I reckon it, it like a 90% me. got a decent sort of hit success rate, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm. definitely. So, why did we decide to pick this this month? Well, are we gonna are we gonna are we gonna tell people what what it is, or are Let's we gonna do... let them guess by what we start talking about next? Maybe we should do that thing. What do you guys want us to do? <laughs> I like a game. Okay. So yes. we've decided to do it because there's something on the TV at the mm-hmm. moment, mm-hmm. which very popular TV. It's very very popular, and it fits in with the, with our film. Always comes around this time of year. It does. Dances its way onto our screen, and so... the title of of said program. Is taken from this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, inspired by. Yeah. So and have only you in this country, I believe. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Because everywhere else, it's dancing, dancing with, with the, the stars. stars. But in this country, it's strictly, strictly come, come dancing. dancing, and it was inspired by Strictly Ballroom, Yay. which is the film we've been looking at this month. Yeah. And uh, loved it. I'm just going to oh, get it out so of relieved. because I'm as soon so as I walked relieved. in tonight, I wanted to start talking to you about it and I was like, nope, save it, save it for the recording. Excellent. Oh, but I'm so relieved. It. I'm so relieved. And you've not seen it before. Never seen it before. But your sister's a big fan. Um, <laughs> funnily enough, <laughs> uh, I did ask her about the right. film about a yeah. week or so yeah. ago and I said, you, like, you love that film, don't you? And yeah. she went, I don't remember it. And I was like... <laughs> Sure, you told me that you loved that film, and she went, Probably I've watched. Oh, it kind of sounds familiar. What's it about again? So I explained to her, and she was like, Oh, yeah, I think I did watch it at some point and really enjoyed it, but I'd actually forgotten about it. I was like, Oh, fail. <laughs> but now she wants to watch it again. Too. Excellent. So, yeah, we we've go. already got one Spreading watcher. Love. We have. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a 1992 film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. Baz Luhrmann's first film as director. Yay. Yay. I love Baz Luhrmann. Well, uh, th- yeah, how do we I'm feel about of, Baz Luhrmann? I am a big fan of his yeah, films. Yeah, like the whole the whole catalogue? Pretty, well, the whole catalogue that I've seen, and yes. I won't say that I've seen, like, everything, because I've really not. I've only really seen his, like, kind of blockbustery ones. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, but I just love his style. Yeah. I He's got a very so, unique yeah. style. Yeah. And even so. though this is a real low budget film, um, it uh, it cost three million Australian dollars mm-hmm. and grossed uh, eleven million US dollars. Yeah. So even though this is like a you know a low budget film, it's still got his style. Yeah, hasn't it? Because this is what I loved watching about this is having watched like Moulin Rouge and Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. uh, Great Gatsby. It's oh, I always forget about that. It's so good. well, like you just see. Like loads of little tropes that he uses in those exactly. films, and yeah. this was obviously like his a calling card. Yeah, I guess you would say. Yeah, this was his first go at, yeah. at doing something like that, and then obviously based on this, he got bigger budgets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the most expensive thing in the film was the jacket. That, oh really? Uh, Scott Hastings was. I can see the, why. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some of it was jacket. It was handmade, and some bits were flown wow. in from Spain and such. Wow, which is a long way to Australia. It is a long way, yeah. So yeah, it's an Australian film. I suppose we should have mentioned. Oh yeah, that. we should have. <laughs> um, if anyone doesn't know that, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's an Australian film. So it isn't British. This is our uh, second non-British film. We're going to put mm-hmm. Sing Street in there because it's from yeah. uh, Republic of Ireland. But yeah, so it's uh, it's definitely not Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It was filmed in Victoria, Australia, and it was made with one hundred percent, as far as I'm aware, Australian money. Yes. It's an Australian film. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Definitive. 
It's Basil Ehrman says it's a fairy tale. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. About repression and overcoming repression. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a theme that's revisited time and time again in films, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. Someone, um, you know I love reading IMDb reviews, and someone described <laughs> it as Top Gun with music. <laughs> and at first, exactly. Well, that was the response that okay, I had okay, at first. Okay. Like, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then the more I thought about it, I thought, do you know what? You're not actually wrong. Mm-hmm. Because Tom Cruise had that spell of being in films where he was the maverick, I mean, sometimes literally, yes. um, the maverick uh, youngster doing things his own way. Mm-hmm. Um, Top Gun, Cocktail, Days of Thunder. Yeah. Any others? Jerry Maguire, Jerry Maguire, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, well, that was his thing. That was his shtick, wasn't mm-hmm, it? That's what mm-hmm. he did. And yeah. there's loads of films like, like that where you've got someone who's a bit of an outsider and they're doing their own thing yeah. and they prevail in the end. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I can go along with that. Yeah, I suppose you so. Know, thematically, Top Gun with music. Okay. I'll have to, I'll, I will digest that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sold on that idea quite. No, but, but, but yeah, it is about, but it's about I mean. rules and do you follow the rules? Yes. Or do you do your own thing? Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, was that the lesson we learned in Top Gun? Just do your own thing? I'm not <laughs> sure what, what we learned from Top Gun. I feel um, like that was not the lesson that I learned. <laughs> I think it was. He did his own thing. and um, Even at the end, in the big dog yeah. fight at the end. Yeah. Because I thought he was kind of like... Was he conforming? I feel, I feel like he was, He found the balance between the two. Okay. He balanced the force. Well, there we go. Oh, wrong film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, is, when is Maverick out, by the way? It feels like it should have been coming out forever. Yeah, is it like Christmas, New Year time? Is it soon? I think it's very oh, I'm soon. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm looking forward to that. Yep, that sounds like a date, definitely. We've gone off on a tangent. We have, we're, we're, we're. Top Gun with music. <laughs> anyway, it won a Golden Globe. Uh-huh. Probably the only Golden Globe that was correctly awarded to the right film. Oh. Um, I'm going <laughs> to say. <laughs> Just um, put that out there. For Best Comedy or Musical. Mm-hmm. Um, got 7.2 on IMDb. Yeah. It did win a lot of... Like, it won quite a lot of awards and was yes. nominated for a heck of a lot more as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So, um, the BAFTAs... Yes. It was nominated for an awful lot. It was. But then it won uh, Best Costume Design. Uh, so nods yep. to Angus, Strathy and Kath Martin. I believe Kath Martin is Baz Luhrmann's other half. Oh, okay. okay. Um, Best Original Film Score, which I think is great. Yep. Because actually it, it is a really good score. Best Production Design, again, Catherine mm-hmm. Martin. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I can see why. So is she responsible for the costume design on all of his films I'm assuming there's I a, reckon a... she must be do you yeah. know that was very sloppy of me I didn't look and then yeah they were nominated BAFTA wise for best actress best adapted screenplay best editing best film and I think it was best sound footnote at the 1993 BAFTAs Strictly Ballroom was beaten to best film by Merchant Ivory's Howard's End Tina Maurice can hold her head up high though as it was Emma Thompson who took home the BAFTA for Best Actress that year. Baz Luhrmann's wife, Catherine Martin, won the BAFTA for production design. She also worked on Baz's films Moulin Rouge, The Great Gatsby and Australia. Yes, all of it. So I was, I was going to say first viewing, but your first viewing was like last week. Yeah, um, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for being told about the film though, even yeah. though my sister doesn't remember. Of course. Years and years and years ago. Like, years and years ago. Well, like 1992. Mm, maybe not quite time. that long, but yeah. yeah, not far off, I yeah. reckon. So it was, was a massive first? crossover hit, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of any big Australian films that made the crossover into the mainstream. Um, mm-hmm. oh, the mainstream, but, you know, obviously <laughs> it was big in mainstream Australia, just not anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Know, but, um, you know, this made it big here and in America. Mm-hmm. can't think of anything... Before that, since then, there's been quite a lot, obviously. Yeah, but I think it's something like the fourth highest grossing Australian film worldwide. I bet, yeah, yeah. Or something to that effect. We'll fix that in post. We will, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can believe it, yeah, definitely. Oh, wait, no, that was it, sorry. Baz Luhrmann's 
films, four of his films right. are in the top ten oh, of the okay. Australian world, like highest worldwide grossing yeah, films. That's yeah. not surprising, that's is it? That's it. Where did I watch it? On holiday. Ah. I remember um, I was on holiday. It came out in October, apparently. I was trying to work this out um, exactly where it was, but it was in Bournemouth right. on holiday. Mm-hmm. I was there with a friend on uh, on a coach trip with a load. We brought the average age of this coach <laughs> down by at least 30 years. Excellent. Because um, I think we've been allowed to go on holiday by ourselves, but we weren't allowed to, you know go off independently yes. so we were on a we were on a coach trip oh, um so yeah which was good and i think it was the audience I, I i was i was google mapping to try and figure out where it was but I, the audience is still there mm-hmm. so i assume it was that um that cinema and yeah we went to see it because it's a good feel good holiday Aww. film yeah that's really nice yeah so yeah i absolutely loved it um do you have memories of seeing films on holiday is it a thing you do um it has been, um, but uh, there's not very very many experiences of me watching films on holiday. But the one that I've got sort of written down is Man of Steel. Oh, okay. And I went watching it. Um, I went on holiday on my own to um, Wales, mm-hmm. North Wales. Yep. And I went to this little independent cinema in Pacelli. Oh, lovely. Um, and it was like going into like a little school hall. It was, oh, I think fabulous. it's a, like a community centre, library, art yeah. centre sort of place. But mm-hmm. when you went in, it was all the seats were all bleachers pulled oh, out, well. um, yeah. and yeah, it was it was very strange experience. It yeah. was so weird. Uh, I went watching Man of Steel and loved it. And I was wow. Like, wow, that's it. Um, and then other than that, me and said sister from earlier on. Yes. Again on holiday in Wales, but. We were in a caravan with a TV. Right. Um, the Machinist just happened to oh be on one word. night. We started watching it. We didn't finish it. Not a holiday film. It, no, we realised that quite quickly. Definitely not. Have we you watched seen the it first since? half of it? No, I've never watched oh, the rest of it's it. It's very good, but yeah, it's quite disturbing. <laughs> yeah, it's not, no, really not one to watch. I'm not holiday. sure in what mood I need to be to finish watching it. No, no. But yeah, not in a caravan on holiday, I don't think. That's yeah. quite dismal. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, memories. I I love going to cinemas when I'm on holiday. Mm-hmm. I like going to different places. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, a couple of months ago, we went to Scarborough. Mm-hmm. And we went to the little cinema there and we went to see No Time to Die, which was nice. fab. Um, but, yeah, when, when it used to be good when when America used to get films months before us. Oh, and yeah. And if you went to, yeah, if you went over there on holiday and saw something, you'd just mm-hmm. be talking about it for six months before <laughs> we even got wind of it. And we saw The Matrix. Oh, wow. In Las Vegas. Yeah. And that was jaw-dropping, literally jaw-dropping. Came back, and, oh, this is fun coming out, it's amazing, it's all the special effects and bullet time. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Were the um, American audiences, like, really... Whoop. Yeah, were they oh, rupee jeery, oh, like, yeah, you yeah. sort of get Definitely. the impression. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they yeah, they'd go for it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, when we went to Canada... Now, the, the, <laughs> this is always do your research, mm-hmm. is, the, um, is the moral of this story. Okay. So we went to Canada and um, uh, went to Calgary. Calgary's lovely, um, really nice. And Canada's lovely and everybody's wonderful. All the, all the people are wonderful. They're, mm-hmm. you know, like Americans with manners. And <laughs> we, um, we went to a bar and we had a couple of drinks and then we decided, well, what are we going to do for the rest of the day? Because, you know... We'd, we'd, you know, we'd had a busy couple of days and we were just chilling out. So, oh, let's go to the cinema. Mm-hmm. And we decided to go and see me, myself and Irene <laughs> because we mistakenly misremembered the, who the Farrelly brothers were. Okay. And we had decided that they were the people who directed... Um, or brother were out there. <laughs> I was just going to say, you confused them with the Coen brothers, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, completely. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, not made that mistake since. Um, it's, a, it's a really, really bad film. <laughs> and yeah, it took about 20 <gasps> minutes before oh we went, I, I think I, I think we've got this wrong, you know. Did you stay or did yeah, you leave? Yeah, paid my money, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah I've never okay. walked out of a film. Well, no, me neither. I've come very close. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, you, well done be, for sitting that one out. Though. Yeah, to be honest with you, if I am really not enjoying something, I'll just have a little nap. Mm, you know, I think I've paid me money. It's a comfy seat. You yeah, know. fair enough. Get my money's worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
But uh, yeah, seeing films by mistake, I do, I do like that. Um, one of my friends told me that she accidentally saw the Motorcycle Diaries, right. which is the film um, about uh, Che Guevara's early life. Oh, okay. But she went to see it because she thought, oh, I think she got it on DVD, because she thought it was the um, travel documentary <laughs> starring Ewan McGregor and Charlie Bowman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so disappointed. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. no, no. It's a great okay, film. But... Depends what you want, I suppose. But, um, but yeah. You and McGregor and Charlie Bowman any day. <sighs> okay. Well, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a fan of Gail Garcia Bernal, <laughs> so, you know, it wouldn't wouldn't bother me at all. But, yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Always do your research. Oh. Always do your research. <laughs> there are... I've never... I can't say that I've ever watched um, films by mistake, but I have kind of... Um, I almost watched Easy Rider when I was about six years old. <laughs> oh, oh, that would have been a mistake. Uh, yeah, so um, I remember my mum was on the telephone when the telephone was back at the bottom of the stairs yes, and that's uh-huh. the only place you could have the telephone. Yeah, uh-huh. um, and she was distracted. So I was like, oh, I'm going to watch a video because, you know, we yeah. were in video era. Um, and I liked the look of the motorbikes on the cover. So yeah. I put it in cool. the tape player mm-hmm. and I was about five minutes in and then my mum realised what I was it's watching it's inappropriate so yeah. Yeah. yeah that that quickly got stopped um, <laughs> and then the other one which I was allowed to watch because I was old enough mm-hmm. um, was Two Wong Fu Thanks for Everything Julie Newman. oh I've still never seen that it's brilliant it's... I just stumbled across it right so again oh, not that. not quite a mistake no. but an unexpected yeah. pleasure to watch that film. It was one of those things where I just kind of caught a glimpse of it on TV was intrigued went oh what is this about stopped what I was supposed to be doing mm-hmm. and ended up just sitting down watching that film. Great is that film. With Patrick Swayze. Yeah. 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 Um I can't remember the names of the other guys in it. It's terrible. I can picture well, them and the names aren't coming to me. But yeah, it's a it's a really yeah. good, fun film. Footnote. To Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, also starred Wesley Snipes, Stockard Channing and John Leguizamo, who also appeared as Toulouse-Lautrec in Moulin Rouge and as Tybalt in William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. You see, everything is connected. People compare that to Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Mm-hmm. Let's turn this ship back around. <laughs> <laughs> we went on a very, very long we are tangent. <laughs> that was a very long tangent. But yeah, <laughs> people have compared that film to Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Um, and one of the stars of Strictly Ballroom was also in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. There, there we go. Well yes. done, you. <laughs> course correction <laughs> the cast um, I mean I must admit I, I'm not Australian I don't mm-hmm. watch a huge amount of Australian TV so I don't I'm not familiar with any of um, the cast no. like either before or since but when I've kind of done a little bit of investigation practically all of them mm-hmm. have been in one soap or another <laughs> yeah I noticed that it's like, it's like the bill Yes. isn't it yeah you know, and casualty. Here. exactly yeah. yeah exactly everybody who's everybody's been in the mm-hmm. bill or casualty yeah um in this film everybody's either been in flying doctors sons and daughters home and away or a country practice it's very oh, very popular okay. very yeah. popular practically everyone uh one where are we one two three four five of the staff of, of the staff, five of the cast <laughs> uh-huh. of this film were in a country practice. Wow! Okay. So yeah, um, so they're all you know they're, they're all established mm-hmm. actors, even mm-hmm. though we're not familiar with them. Yeah, you kind of feel a bit bad about that, don't you? Do a but, little you know, bit. It, yeah, but it's what you what you brought up with, isn't it? Of course, it is. Some of them been in other things since. Um, some of them haven't. So yeah. Paul Mercurio, who plays Scott Hastings, he's been in Neighbours, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a ballet dancer. Yeah, you can you can you tell. Can. Yes, you can tell how he holds himself. Yeah, his physique yeah. and everything. Is, Definitely. Yeah, you could tell he was dancer. Anyway. Yes, of course. But so he had to have like a bit of extra training. Yeah, the, I think uh, he just does like a dancing. few weeks, didn't he, or something? Yeah, yeah. So I think he was brought on originally to do choreography for the film. Oh, okay. He? Like he was yeah. a kind of one of the choreographer consultants. Yeah. And then Baz Luhrmann offered him the main role. So good choice. Yeah, very good choice. Yeah, good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, Fran 
uh, is played by Tara Maurice, who mm-hmm. is not a dancer. Um, although she was in Moulin Rouge. Oh, was she really? Yes. Oh, I missed that one. Well, I'm not going to lie. I've never made it through Moulin Rouge, but I'm feeling like I should oh. go back to it. Okay. It's just not my favourite. It's a it's a heavy story. Mm. It's a heavy yeah. story. I I do like this film, spoiler alert, because it has a happy ending. And yes. all the Baz Luhrmann films I've watched so far do not have no, happy endings. that is true. That is true. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Moulin Rouge is like strictly ballroom on steroids, yeah. basically, but with yeah. a sad ending. Oh, uh, sorry. Oh, Maybe shouldn't well, have said that. No need to watch it now. I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Barry Fife, who plays the president of the mm-hmm. dancing association, he was in Muriel's Wedding uh, and Priscilla Queen of the Deserts, and I think he wins. He was in Flying Doctors, Prisoner Cell Block H, and an episode of Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. Oh, <laughs> so he wins. He nice. ticks all the Australian boxes there. I clearly wasn't paying too much attention when I was uh, IMDb and what people have been in because I was convinced somebody must have been in Prisoner Cell Block H and I didn't see it on anybody's credentials, but I obviously just missed it. Yeah, yeah. John Hannon that plays Ken Railings, I always always think he's John Slattery from um, Mad Men. I I know he isn't. John Slattery from Mad Men. Oh, you'd know him. You'd know him. He looks exactly like John Hannon. Oh, right, okay. uh, But I always think, in the same way, I, I always have this in the back of my mind, I always think that Scott Hastings is played by Guy Pearce. Yes, I now that, that, definitely. Is that racist? But just because they're both Australian? I'm sure it's not. <laughs> is that okay? <laughs> I think that's acceptable. Um, but yeah, yeah they, they do have a look of They are other. similar, yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. Antonio Vargas, um, who plays Rico, Fran's uh, father, uh-huh. he is a Spanish dancer and choreographer. Um, not known for his acting Mm -hmm. Um, again brought on uh, as choreographer right Um, and yeah and he's got his own uh, he's got his own company he's on LinkedIn you know if you want to hit him up Uh, (laughs) but yeah he hasn't done any more acting this was just his Mm -hmm. you know the the thing that he's known for I guess in in the uh, in the film world but he's very very good and he wore all his own clothes Oh, in the film, nice. so he was, he was playing himself, I think. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Definitely. Yeah. That's cool. Mm. Um, Sonia Kruger, that who plays Tina Sparkle, um, <laughs> she was also the choreographer. Um, she she was a choreographer on the film The Quiet American, which I don't think I've seen, mm-hmm. with uh, Michael Caine. She's not been in anything since then, but apparently she's huge in Australia. She's the presenter of The Voice and Dancing with the Stars mm-hmm. and Big Brother. She's, oh, wow. She, okay. Yeah, so she does all that stuff. Impressive. Um, but again, I'm not really not really aware of it. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, my brain's just got stuck on Michael Caine being in something called The Quiet American. Because <laughs> that just seems like... I'm not sure if he plays the titular Quiet American. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't. Sound possible. I'm sure he doesn't. <laughs> anyway. Or if he does, it'll be with his own accent, I yes. would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not to go off on another time. Who else? Uh, uh, Pat Thompson, who played Shirley Hastings. Mm-hmm. Um, she passed away before the film was finished. Yes, I know. That's such a shame. Yeah. Um, I think she was British originally. Was well, like, she really? From Britain. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she is British. Well, they all are originally, aren't they? You know, if we're, we're going to go back <laughs> far enough. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> but I think she was actually born in Britain. Right, and, okay. Um, I don't know at what point in her career she moved to Australia, but yeah, mm-hmm. um, she seems to have been in a lot of Australian yeah. uh, TV bits and bobs. Definitely. Um, and Barry Otto, uh, who plays Doug, he's been in quite a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. The, I have an issue with his beer belly in this. It's the worst beer belly since Run Fat Boy Run. It's a clear pillow up the jumper. Yeah, absolutely. Why is it so difficult to do a convincing beer belly? Is it because fake beer bellies don't exist, so they have to use fake pregnancy bellies? I just thought of that. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, because they're a completely different belly, aren't they? I'm sure that by now... We'd think I mean, so, even by 1992, you'd think that some sort of fake beer belly would yeah, exactly. exist. It's not very convincing. Mm-mm. But he's very good. Yes. Yes, I like him. Takes a good part off. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the rest of the crew, uh, it was written by Craig Pierce. It's even more confusing because then I still, <laughs> still keep thinking about Guy Pierce. Um, he, he writes a lot for Baz Lerm, did Moulin Rouge. Now, here's mm-hmm. the thing he's credited as writing Romeo and Juliet. 
discuss. I don't think that is correct. I don't think that's <laughs> correct either, no. I, I don't think someone I, I, I know or it, would like to know called yeah. Bill would uh, take issue with that. I think he would, yeah, especially if the full title of the film is <laughs> William Shakespeare's <laughs> Romeo plus Juliet. Yes. Um, no, he didn't write that. I don't, no. I don't understand that He at might all. have, like, arranged it. Maybe. <laughs> but it's 100%, if I remember, I've not seen it for a while, it's 100% original um, Shakespearean language, isn't it? It's yeah. not brought up to date. No, it's not like not. he's done a polish on it or anything. You know, it's yeah, it's literally it's, all all the sort of up to date stuff is done visually. Exactly, isn't it? it's not yeah. done verbally. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm taking issue with that. He did not write that. Mm-mm. Not having it. But he did write <laughs> the great. He wrote the screenplay for the Great Gatsby. He didn't write the Great Gatsby. Um, and he's also writing what Baz Luhrmann is doing next. Okay. Which I am super excited about. Ooh, well, tell. I'm super excited. Or terrified, I'm not sure which. <laughs> okay. It depends how, how it works out. Um, he's got an Elvis project coming up. Oh. Um, <gasps> That's Starring exciting. Tom Hanks as Colonel Parker. Wow. Yeah, so I'm quite excited about that. <gasps> I think this can only way. be good. I'm terrified. I'm terrified. Maybe don't watch Moulin Rouge yet, just yeah. in case it freaks you out and it puts might you off. I know, yeah. But it's got the Hanks in it, so. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Mm. Yeah. yeah, you're in you're safe safe hands. I, I think. think. So. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baz Luhrmann's got a cameo in uh, in the film. Yes, I still, I've never spotted him. Uh, no, me neither. No, I think he's it's like, like literally blink and you miss it. Yeah, he's he's part of the crowd scene. He's got a dress mm-hmm. over his shoulder apparently, but I miss him every time. <laughs> um, who are you going for for MVP? Um, I I went for Fran. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, just because I think she's such a strong character throughout and she kind of drives the story. Yeah. Um, Because she, you know, at the start she calls Scott out for, you know, being afraid to, like, really go for his dream. Uh You know, he keeps dabbling in it and getting in trouble and things like that. And then she kind of pushes him to, like, take a chance with her Mm -hmm. and to, you know, do his own thing. Yeah. Um, And even though he keeps, like... You know, he has his moments where he's he's trying, but then mm-hmm. he knocks her back again and bins her off for well, almost bins Everyone. her off for Tina Sparkle, yes. and then bins her off for Liz again, yeah. and things like that. She is still there for him at the end, and I'm yeah. like, good girl. But in a strong way, yeah. Not in a sappy, not in a round way. No, she is way. like, yeah. she is rock solid, Definitely. and she gives him what for. The way she just like flips and like goes from being like this really sweet, yeah, like girl to like really giving him what for and, and yelling at him full on, and yeah, that's what he needs. Definitely he needs telling off. Yeah, <laughs> no, I I agree. I think that's a good shout. Mm-hmm. I have written down Kylie though. Oh yes, I did <laughs> a special mention to Kylie <laughs> yeah. for all her yeah. comedy gold quips. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> it's like a Greek chorus, isn't it? Yeah. She's just kind of explaining it as it goes along. Mm-hmm. And then she does have a, you know, at, at the end, she's trying to put the music back on. Yeah. So you know, she 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 has got a, a bit of agency mm-hmm. uh, as well as just her little quips. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fabulous cast, and I only wish that that, that we knew the heritage. Of, can you imagine if you were watching this with all the British? character actors that yes. we know and love you know you'd, you'd love it even more mm-hmm. you know so i would imagine australians got so much more out of this than yeah but they than, did. Um, than we did but you know mm-hmm. i still love it did you manage to get a degree of richard curtis i did it's it it took me all around the houses a little bit oh excellent excellent what how's yours looking mine is i think quite straightforward okay i think uh baz Luhrmann directed moulin rouge as mm-hmm. we've discussed that starred Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. who also starred in Shallow Grave. Right. Shallow Grave was directed by Danny Boyle, mm-hmm. who also directed Yesterday. Right. And Yesterday was written by Richard Curtis. Wow. I think that's solid. Yeah. 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 Well done, you. Yeah. Water tight. Yeah. Very solid. Um, yeah, mine's a little bit longer, but okay. not too much. Um, so Baz Luhrmann worked with Leo DiCaprio... In The Great Gatsby. Yes. And, and Romeo and, and Juliet. Juliet. Leonardo DiCaprio also starred in Shutter Island with Ben Kingsley. Okay. Sir Ben. Sir Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still acting? <laughs> I won't repeat what he said. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Ben Kingsley, Sir Ben, um, was the Mandarin slash Trevor. He was. In <laughs> oh, yeah, I loved in, him uh, in the Shang-Chi. 
Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, that was very funny. Oh, with the little fluffy... I know! ...thing. Morris. 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 <laughs> it's the way he says Morris as well. Yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Sorry. We're just going off a lot. I know. Um, so, yeah, Ben Kingsley was the Mandarin slash Trevor mm-hmm. um, in, like, Iron Man 3. Yep. And Shanxi mm-hmm. and the, the little legend. short thing as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, what's it called it's... Anyways, um, so thing. he's with yeah. his... Footnote. The Marvel one-shot starring Sir Ben Kingsley as Trevor Slattery was called All Hail the King and is available to watch on Disney+. Plus. Sir Ben got his knighthood in 2002. Unbelievably, Brian Blessed is still waiting for his, but he isn't bitter, as you'll almost certainly find out if you have the good fortune to go along to one of his speaking engagements. Stars in Iron Man 3 with Robert Downey Jr., who also stars in other Marvel movies with Slightly tangential, but yeah. Well, oh, no, 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 I can, okay. I can, yeah, I can yeah, specify. You could pick, you could pick so, any, yeah. um, So, okay, he's in um, Endgame with, or Infinity yes, War yeah. with Benedict Cumberbatch, who was in Imitation Game with Keira Knightley, who oh. starred in Love Actually with wow. the director Barrett Curtis. goodness me. So do you know what started this? Yeah. I just literally thought Leonardo DiCaprio and Ben Kingsley, mm-hmm. Shutter Island, yeah. I love that film. Uh, and so I was convinced that I had to find a route yes, yeah. using them. Yeah, well to get done, to Richard Curtis. I well was determined. Done. Yeah, um, no, you so did I'm it. Sure, you worked it out. You know, like you got a, a, a little bit of a shorter one. There's, yeah, there must be shorter ones than that. As oh, well. I would have thought so. Must be. Yeah, I would have thought so. Mm. But you've kind of got to go through Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, you of, do. Because yeah. again, the other mm-hmm. the other actors don't. I reckon so there must be a way out. using. Is it? I'm very sorry if I mispronounce your name. If you ever listen to the podcast, Dia Carides, <laughs> right? Yes, yeah. Who plays Liz. Yeah, yeah. Um, because she had a very, very small part in an Austin Powers film. Oh, okay. So there's got to be a really simple possibly, way using yes. her as well. Yeah. There's got to be. Yeah, because I'm thinking on the fly well, that yeah. if she was in an Austin Powers film, mm-hmm. Mike Myers was in Bohemian Rhapsody. Right, yes. We must be able to get the... Yeah. From from Bohemian Rhapsody, we must be able to get to Richard <laughs> Curtis somehow. Yeah. We may uh, come back to this yes. in post. Okay. <laughs> we'll have a think. So we haven't we haven't discussed yet whether it's rewatchable, because um, obviously that's actually <laughs> our remit. <laughs> um, is, it, is it rewatchable? You've watched it... Twice. A couple of times, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, very rewatchable I for me. I think so, yeah. yeah. Because I feel like now... I could actually just watch it again now exactly because yeah. it's so good. Yeah. Um, and so feel good. But, you know, that means obviously in a few years' time when I've not watched it for ages mm-hmm. that um, I would happily watch it again. I think it's, it's a feel-good film. It's a romance. It's a... You can argue it's a musical. Mm-hmm. But it's just quirky enough yeah. to keep your interest and mm-hmm. not be sappy. Yeah. Um, it's not the full Wes Anderson, but it's got mm-hmm. enough quirk about it. It's got, yeah, it's got a good level of yeah. work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, yeah, you want to come back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Are there any um, bits that you would fast forward? Now, it gives me no pleasure to say this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it isn't the fault of the film and it isn't the fault of Baz Luhrmann. But the only bit that I struggle with a little bit, um, and again, I, I want to give props to, um, to Barry Otto mm-hmm. because I think he takes a really good part off. And he always makes me cry at the end. Aww. Always makes Aww. me cry at the end where he's clapping. Yeah. Um, he's amazing. But the the little bit where they're describing, um, where Barry Fife is describing what happened mm-hmm. um, and why they didn't win the Pan Pacifics, why Scott's mum and dad didn't win the Pan that, But that little um, flashback yes. was supposed to be, I believe, well, it was described as, as being... It was supposed to be live action. Well, it was live action, yes. obviously. But I think what they mean... I got confused with that exactly. turn of phrase as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think what they mean is it was supposed to be, you know, filmed in, in, in a ballroom and yeah. uh, less cartoony mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. it is. And they ran out of money. Oh. So they had to do it the way that they did do it, which was kind of right. making it a bit funny and, you know, with... Um, with the cardboard props and whatnot, mm-hmm. you know. So just to save money, they kind of did it in a quirky way. Okay. But because of that, I don't ever 100% believe in, in Doug's dancing. I believe yeah, in his character. It's, it's too comical. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. It's really slapstick. I think, I know why they did it, but um, I think if they remade it now, please don't anyone remake it. But if no, they did, if they no. made it today, mm-hmm. they would probably end up having, um, they'd still have your character actor playing Doug, mm-hmm. but then they'd probably have Channing Tatum, or the <laughs> Australian equivalent thereof, uh-huh. dancing the socks off, mm-hmm. and then you digitally put... Um, Doug's head, yeah. Doug's de-aged head, yeah. on onto him, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. You know, to show that what an amazing dancer he was. Yeah. But because they do, they take that kind of slapsticky, cartoony, mm-hmm. you know, approach to it. And again, I understand why. Yeah. But you never fully buy into the fact that he was an amazing dancer. Yeah. I don't anyway, yeah. and, it, and it detracts from it. And I don't like that bit for that reason uh-huh. because I just think it's silly. You're saying like he was amazing, but you're showing me. Show don't tell. That's what yeah. they say. You're showing me he's a bit of a joke. Mm-hmm. But you're trying to tell me that he was the best dancer around. Yeah. And for me, I struggle with that bit. Mm-hmm. That's the only bit I struggle with. Yeah, and it, it's kind of that little bit isn't helped by the other bits earlier in the film that we see him dancing in because yes. even though obviously he's passionate about the dance when nobody's yeah. looking, yeah. He doesn't get to really showcase what his talents no. are for someone who was supposed to be like champion level dancing. Exactly. Sort of chap. He's know. just kind of boogieing around, isn't yeah. he? And it's fun. It's the kind of dancing, dancing we all do around the kitchen, yeah. isn't it? You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, that's, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't fast forward that bit. No. But I just struggle with it and I just think, I know why they did it, but mm-hmm. these days it would have been done in a different way. Yeah. And it would probably have made more narrative sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's testament to um, Barry Otto mm-hmm. that you still believe in his character yeah you know yeah. You, you still believe in him you still you know believe that he could have been a contender mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and that you know it was kind of taken away from him and, mm-hmm. and, and as I said he still makes me cry at the yeah. end because he's just Aww. such a good actor yeah he's so um, sweet but yeah how about you um, I think pretty much the same there was no other bits that I felt like I wanted to fast forward but mm-hmm. that bit yeah it just didn't quite sit right within yeah. the rest of the film but like you said understand entirely why they had to do it that way okay. yeah and it's not bad no it's just it's a it's a little quirk too far mm-hmm. i think yeah. yeah uh so what are your favorite scenes um i think it was hard to pick just one it always is hard to pick one isn't it because it we is. tend to do films that we love so there's exactly. always like multiple all scenes but yeah yeah all the, um all the bits with fran and scott dancing yeah yeah I just every scene with them dancing is just so lovely. But this is what I've also been basically amazing. all the dancing. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Even all the dancing scenes where it's not them two dancing, I'm always just in awe of people being able to dance oh, goodness, like that. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. amazing. So um, yeah, I do love those bits, but I I love the rooftop dancing. Yeah. Especially with time after time playing oh, over it because so that good. song is amazing. It is. Yeah. And and she sings on it. Yeah, of course. She does, yeah. 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 She being Tara Maurice, yeah, she Indeed, is. Yes. She is the singer of of that song in the film, and um, yeah, I love that bit. But again, because for me, it is like a tester for Moulin Rouge. There's a big scene right, okay. in Moulin Rouge where he's basically copy and pasted that scene, but with a bigger budget. Right, okay. And I go, oh, it's like watching Moulin Rouge. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I love that bit. What about you? Um, I, yes, I love the rooftop dance. As an aside, mm-hmm. as well. Um, you think that that sign, that Coca-Cola sign, you think that that's product placement? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was at first. No, because they had to pay Coca-Cola to <laughs> let them use the sign. <laughs> it's like the pay. actual opposite of product oh. placement. Yeah. Why did they... Apparently so. Why did they want I have no Coca- idea. I mean, I've got a little <laughs> bit about what that led to afterwards. But right. Why did they want the Coca-Cola I... sign to start with? I don't know. It looks good, to be fair. It does. Doesn't it? Yeah. Um, maybe he was just a big Coca-Cola fan. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just wanted to give him some free advertising. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, but that's really strange. <laughs> but it's a, it's a, yeah, it's. A, I love that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I love? I love the rumba. Um, mm-hmm. When when Scott's just been surprised by being told that he's going to be dancing with Tina Sparkle mm-hmm. and Fran runs away oh. and he goes to find her yes. and they do the rumba. And what I always think about that scene is. Tina Sparkle's dancing with practically nothing on. Mm-hmm. Um, she's obviously a beautiful lady, mm-hmm. you know. She's you know very very trim. Yeah, and she's dancing. But what I always think is like the the juxtaposition between her dancing on stage 
and then Scott and Fran dancing backstage. Mm-hmm. And Scott and Fran's dance is much more romantic. Yeah, it's which much is more... what they're saying about the rumba earlier <laughs> yes, in the film. Yes, it's the dance of it? love, yeah. yeah. And they're dancing to the same music, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but someone who's amazing looking with, with hardly any clothes on, yeah. that dance is completely... Um, I don't know what the what the word would be. Technical. Yes, it's very flashy. Yeah, very flashy, but it's technical. Yeah. You don't see the connection. I don't think. Yeah, they are between not in love. her and Nathan. Uh-huh. Um, presumably because he's thinking about his landscaping business. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, he's preoccupied with that. Yeah. Um, and they're dancing, mm-hmm. and Fran's got a long dress on. You know, which people might say is you know frumpy and whatnot, mm-hmm. and yet. It's, it's a much more sensual dance, and mm-hmm. I love that. So I love that a bit. Yeah, agreed. Um, and I just love the end. I love the dance at the yeah. end. Just the whole thing. I know. Oh, that is... Oh, it's spine tingly when the music gets unplugged yes. and they're ready to call it quits at that point because they're like, we've yes. had our little moment. Exactly, yeah. And then the audience are like, no, we are not ready for you to finish nope. dancing yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so basically all the dancing. That's uh-huh. what we like. That's what we like. <laughs> Is it a bit far-fetched? Uh, I kind of hope some bits are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I, I'm not, not so, so much sure. fighting at dance competitions. Um, well, Baz Luhrmann did compete, didn't he, as yeah. a dancer mm-hmm. when he was, before he started filmmaking. So you'd, yeah. you'd, you'd think you'd have a bit of insight, which yeah. is a little bit scary. I do, I do love the fact that you know some of these characters are based on oh, actual real absolutely. people that he knew. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah especially the drunk, mm-hmm. the guy with the bad wig. Yeah, multiple guys with bad wigs. Multiple guys with multiple bad wigs. Yeah. Oh, the fringes. Can I just oh take my. a moment to mention the fringes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have Have we written down anywhere who was responsible for her spray? In no, this movie, because have, my word, up. it should have been sponsored by uh, Inset, shouldn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, product placement. I, yeah, I absolutely love, like, the hairstyles in I this. can't take my eyes off Lizzie's fringe, in yeah. particular, which With is the vertical. Exactly, well, yeah, yeah. It Amazing. is impressive. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. It's a fringe that um, Big Sister number one, for me, would have been, like... Oh, yeah. ...really proud to have yes. back yeah. in the early 90s. Definitely. She used to try that. <laughs> that's something you can torment her I will I will yeah definitely <laughs> uh, I mean is it a bit fair for... I always used to think there's no way that Fran would have improved enough to dance in mm-hmm. the Pan Pacific but then the more I've watched it the more I think well they're not dancing to win mm-hmm. he's not expecting to win in fact he knows he's not going to win yeah. with his own steps mm-hmm. so actually it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if she doesn't improve but then you think She's got a mum and a dad. Um, you you assume a mum was a dancer. Yes. Um, a dad definitely is a dancer. Yes. A grandmother's got the uh, you know she, she's yeah. got the rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's got good genes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and they're practicing an awful lot. Yeah. So you know the more I watch and it, she's the more obviously thought, very passionate about what yeah, she wants to definitely. do. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she has been dancing for a couple of years, mm-hmm. just in beginners. Yeah. So it's a little bit far fetched, but no, it I think you little, could, well, you watch, but then. Doesn't it? There was somewhere it said that the cast that weren't dancers, mm-hmm. so including Tara Maurice, yeah, they had like a six week crash course in dancing. Exactly. So there's only like three weeks, I think, in the film, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Before the competition, uh-huh. but so it's not impossible. Not at all. And if you watch Strictly Come Dancing, which I admit I don't, but if you watch that, mm. some of those celebrities haven't danced. Yeah. Ever. Ever. You know, but they get them up to speed, don't mm-hmm. they? So. You know, I think with some intensive yeah. lessons, I think you could. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I don't think you could just enter a competition like that without listing who your partner was. You couldn't just turn no. up. No, no, You know, that's a bit far-fetched. But again, I suppose if you're not planning to compete seriously, you're not planning to win, you just want to go out you're there and do your thing. You're just going to showcase what you do. Yeah, exactly. Not much running. And no, I just noticed that basically most of the running is Scott running after Fran when it he's upset her. yes. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Fran running away from Scott when Often he's upset. When he's upset, yeah, yeah. But no competitive running, <laughs> yeah. Um, not an awful lot of good food either. I guess dancers don't yeah. eat. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some um, there's some meatballs. Oh, the offal in the kitchen, that always makes me chuckle. Um, oh, when the, okay. there's a meeting going on, an important meeting going on with Barry Fife uh, right. in the kitchen, and the chef just reaches over and grabs a handful of 
goodness only knows what it is. <laughs> I think I must um, have checked my social possibly, media at that point yeah, and not yeah. noticed that. Um, I've written down meatballs. I've absolutely no idea where the meatballs came in. No, I can't remember meatballs I remember either. there being meatballs. I Unless remember there being just... a kitchen. Yeah, yeah. I may just have been doing my shopping list at the time. I've just written down meatballs. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's red wine or uh-huh. sangria being drunk um, at the party. Mm. Mm. Nice sangria. Yeah. I want to go on holiday. Oh, we all want to go on holiday. <laughs> anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. Somewhere warm. Yeah. Um, I didn't get too many... Well, I, I got one potential other film reference, but I may. it's one of those that I may have made up okay. myself. It's probably not in there, but, you know, it's in my head. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's it reminded me of Cinema Paradiso when Doug's sitting watching the old film reels. Oh, yeah. Made me think of that, yeah. yeah. I bet it is, you know. Maybe. I bet bet that that is a nod. You know, you've just got the flickering of the the lights, uh, you know. So, yeah, that made me think of that. Mm -hmm. Probably is. Favourite lines? I've only got one. (laughs) I mean, there's there's, there's lots of lines, but to me they're all... they're all taken in context of, of what's going on at the time. Yeah. But this one just makes me chuckle just hearing it on its own. I have to help Wayne with his bogo. Bogo, bogo. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually put that down as a worse line. Aww. Not because not because of the line, uh-huh. but because of when it, like you said, the context. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because he's just declared his, his love mm-hmm. for Fran. He's just, you know, put it out there that he may be falling in love with her. Yes. And then goes... Oh no, I forgot I had to go and help. Like, no, you, how? I know. How? It is annoying. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit of a. Yeah. It's clumsy. Yeah. Isn't it? It's not that the line's bad. Yeah. It's that it's clumsy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That he's just suddenly. You'd think he would have forgotten at that point and he wouldn't have gone helping Wayne with his bogo pogo. You yeah. know, because he's, you know, he's having a moment. See, so I feel like um, on my second watch of the film, uh-huh. um, I picked it up a little bit sooner in the film that uh-huh. Wayne is complaining that Scott didn't come to help him with his bogo pogo he forgot yes and i feel like then at later a later point uh-huh. in the film then when Scott remembers having just had this big profound moment with Fran of yeah. like oh actually i love this girl yeah um is remembering about his friend i feel like it's just she's made him a better person Oh, okay. And that's so he's yeah, yeah. not. Yeah. At first, at the start of the film, he was selfish. Yeah. And by the sort of like yeah. the end of the film, he's he's Just not as selfish. He's him. he's you know thinking yeah. about other people more. Maybe. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. Flimsy defense, but possibly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a pretense anyway, isn't it, to get him back to the studio? It is. Yeah. Yeah. So Wayne's just being used as a pawn. That's true. In the whole thing, yeah. I, I, I don't think you can use any of the favourite lines in real life. No, not really. Um, but I do... Uh, I, I like all of Barry Fife's lines where he gets things wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, let's not start chucking the baby out with the bathtub. <laughs> One bad egg can rot the whole barrel. <laughs> We've got a chance to get the status quo Vardis back, so to speak. <laughs> I think it's one of my favourites. <laughs> um, also, the, the line um, uh, that Liz... Uh, you know... What do you want to happen? I want him to come in here and say, Pam Short's broken both her legs and I want to dance with you. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. Yeah. Uh, you know what kind of film you're watching at that point, don't you? Are yes. you either going to go with it? Yeah. You know, or you're not going to go with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, Shirley Hastings, I've been with your father for 25 years. Don't you think I get bored? <laughs> That's just brutal. It is brutal. She's really not very nice to him. She's really all. not. At the start of the film, she's yeah. telling Scott not to speak to his dad that way. And yeah. yet she speaks to Yeah, she's him always calling him a stupid man, a silly yes. man, telling him off for his dancing. Yeah. She's really quite mean to him, but she they make really it up is. at the end. I know, it's it nice. So lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh more worse lines. I don't know if you've got any worse lines. Uh-huh. Um I know it's a cliche, and I know they probably know it's a cliche, but can you dance without those your glasses yes right well that's a cliche anyway mm-hmm. you know doing the whole taking the glasses off and oh wow you know yes. you're stunning I never and noticed. all of a sudden her acne's gone exactly oh. yeah presumably it was the glasses that were causing the pimples <laughs> yeah so you know he's probably done her a favour but right so that's dated but also how would it help to yeah. take your glasses off when you're dancing <laughs> wouldn't help me yeah. one bit I mean especially on a rooftop it'd be frankly dangerous <laughs> 
Maybe it's like, um, you know, your other senses become heightened or something <laughs> because you can't see. Like a superhero. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, the blind dancer. It's like Daredevil. Possibly. Well, in stilettos. You know, <laughs> you might be onto something there. You may be onto something there. So, yeah, I'm going to have to throw that out. Yeah. <laughs> there is, um, there's an insult. There's a potentially homophobic insult towards mm. the end which it's not yeah. a particularly nasty word but when you hear it you know these it years later it, it does jar a little bit yeah. oh. especially in the context of the ballroom dancing fraternity yeah um yeah you tend to think that they'd be a little more tolerant mm-hmm. um to that sort of thing mm-hmm. um so yeah that that line's dated a little bit and like yeah. Uh, it yeah i i never really i never remembered that being in the film um, but then again, it's just with the with hindsight, isn't it? When mm-hmm. you when you watch some things and listen to some things now, they just things jump out at you that didn't at the time yeah. because it was a different time. Mm-hmm. I guess. Finally, we can say that this is a film that you can watch with <gasps> your mum. That is so true. We've not had many. No, we've really not. But you definitely can. I reckon my mum would actually enjoy this. Yeah, one too. yeah. It's got the little quirks, mm-hmm. but it's got very very little to offend. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, you can watch point. it with your mum. Good yeah. point. And I'm going to argue that it's a more movie. Oh, okay. Okay. You're going to say no? You're going to disagree? I, well, it just, I never kind of spotted a, a moment in it that I thought, this is a more movie. So, yeah. I've probably the, missed it. There's a couple. Um, now, who is it? Is it Liz, who's also a hairdresser in a spare time? Because I love that they're like, they're amateurs and mm-hmm. they've all got these other jobs, haven't they? You know, mm-hmm. I think Wayne's a welder or something, isn't he? Or yeah. he's a mechanic of some kind. Um, I think it's Liz, I may be wrong, who's a hairdresser. So there's a bit where she's talking to Shirley and mm-hmm. she's uh, doing someone's hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what they're talking about, but they're not talking about boys. Okay. Um, there's the bit where they're all talking to Fran when they try, when she falls. Yes. And they take her away from Scott. But they're not being very nice. No, they're not being very nice. But I'm not sure that that's actually a, a pre. You know, that, that, I don't think that's a prerequisite. It's just got to be yeah. under the rules. Yeah, un, yeah. Under the yeah, Bechdel rules, it has to be two women who are talking to each other about something other than a man. Strictly now I know the ta- <laughs> <laughs> I know they're talking about dancing mm-hmm. and trying to convince Fran not to dance with Scott. But yes. I don't think. I'm going to argue that that's it's not about Scott. It's 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 political. They're not trying to. I think if yeah. if she was in a relationship with him, if they knew that and they were talking about that, but th- this is a political thing. Yes, they're trying to stop her dancing with him yeah. because they want him to win, mm-hmm. and they want him to win for themselves. Well, Shirley wants it wants him to win for her. <laughs> yeah, so she can stop speaking about her son like he's murdered somebody. Exactly, like, exactly. This is such a tragedy. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna okay. I'm gonna put it out there. I think more can watch it. And these women, yeah. you know, Fran, as you said, you know, earlier on, she's she's a a real strong woman. Mm-hmm. She's a real strong woman. She's yeah. she's not um she's not she's not flimsy, she's not um arm candy. Mm-hmm. She she drives the whole film. Yeah. She's got agency and that's I I'm gonna I'm gonna make a an argument for it being a a, a movie that Mo can watch. Okay. Uh, it's oh. Fran that gets Scott out there dancing his own steps. It is. Yes, I just, for me, it's, it's that scene where everyone's on at Fran. Mm-hmm. It's it's just not a nice scene. It's no, women it attacking another woman. <laughs> yes. And therefore it just doesn't sit right with me. For no, I understand that. The yeah. Test. But, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Like strict rules. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, strictly back down. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And and you know you could you could make the point that, like you say, sadly it is women getting at women. Mm. Um, it's not men getting at women. Yeah. Um, you know, I know there's very little difference, but you know yeah. it's. Um, yeah, I I I think the women have, they, they, as I said, they, they have they have agency. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, in the film, so I'm gonna say more can watch it. Cool. And we have precious few of them so. we do yeah oh of course we forgot the favorite the only probably the only line you can use in real life is to live with fear is a life half lived i'm gonna start True. saying that all the time <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i'm just gonna start saying it 
Say that to me next time we're doing um, Go Ape or something. I will. I will. The next half marathon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The next half marathon. Uh, I will. I'll even try and remember how to say it in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack mm-hmm. we touched on earlier on, Time After Time, is a fabulous song. Yes. Um, and perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. I love that song. Yeah. That's yeah. in, the, in the rumba Brilliant. scene, isn't it? Doris Day apparently um, arranged a private screening of the film for mm-hmm. herself. I don't blame her. I don't know if that was in exchange for them using her song. Yeah, I don't know. maybe. Um, and I just love Love is in the Air. Uh-huh. It's oh. such a good song. Yeah, great song to finish the yeah. film on. fabulous. Because it is like the ultimate feel-good. Yeah. And I like how you just get the little little bits of it mm-hmm. all the way through the film and mm-hmm. then you get the, the big number at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I love um, the film opening with, like, the Blue Danube. Yeah. Because you think about it, like, it's one of the classiest openings of a classical piece of music ever. It's so restrained. Graceful. Yeah, Yeah. just grows and everything. Mm -hmm. And And the way it's paired with what's on screen is it starts and it looks so... Uh, fairy tale and lovey and yeah. like everybody's having such a beautiful jolly time and you can see the silhouette of these like you know uh, fit men and yeah. these fit young women and you know looking all beautiful in their flouncy dresses and then the doors swing <laughs> open and it's just like an assault on your eyes of spray and bright pink lipstick feathers blue mascara and feathers everywhere and you're like wow oh and a lot of uh, fake tan oh my yes and you're like wow this is um yeah (laughs) it's a good opening whenever i hear the blue danube now on new year's day concert (laughs) i am not going to be concentrating on what's on the screen (laughs) i'm going to be thinking of strictly ballroom and of course it starts with um with a red curtain. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realise until I started looking at this film that this is considered part of a trilogy. Yeah. A thematic, the Red Curtain trilogy. So I knew that it was something that, mm-hmm. like, Baz Luhrmann did with his films, like Moulin Rouge and Romeo and Juliet, but yeah. I didn't realise that it was called the Red Curtain trilogy. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. So, in under could it start a franchise and do we need a prequel or sequel? Um, well, no, because yeah. we've kind of got a little thematic mm-hmm. franchise of sorts yeah, yeah. We? and it's in Baz Luhrmann's world isn't it, it is well um, going back to the Coca-Cola sign mm-hmm. from earlier as well I'd never picked up on it on previous watches uh-huh. um, but again with the Red Curtain trilogy oh um, the Red yeah so yeah. he doesn't you obviously doesn't use the Coca-Cola sign yeah. in those films but he uses Lamore but in the style of the Coca-Cola sign. Right. So yeah, that's yeah. like something else that he does oh, in his films course, like a yeah. little nod back to yeah. Strictly Ballroom. Yeah. And the Coca-Cola sign. So yeah maybe yeah. he just wanted the Coca-Cola sign because it's red. Yeah maybe. Mm. Maybe maybe. Interesting. Mhm. Uh, I don't think we need a prequel and I don't think we need a sequel. No, I don't think we do. Because I think it ends on a high. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to actually happen. We don't really care what happens, do we? we don't care I don't think wins. anyone does at the end. No. Because everyone's just suddenly realises competition doesn't matter. Exactly. Let's all just enjoy the dancing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's all we need. Mm-hmm. We don't need to know what happens mm-hmm. after that. Nope. And you kind of get like, there's like, in the music, there's a little chime of wedding bells at the end of the... <gasps> I've um, never noticed that, yeah, is there really? Yeah, you know the, oh, um, the Paso Doble music that yeah, yeah. they've been dancing yeah. to. Or oh, it, yeah. yeah. Um, there's like a little wedding bell chime yeah. going on in it. So it kind of hints at... Oh, oh. Oh. Doesn't that just make it cuter? Oh, it does, it does. <laughs> uh, the Paso Doble always makes me laugh because um, when I was younger... My mum and dad have always liked ballroom dancing. Mm-hmm. And we went, um, from time to time, we'd go to the Tower Ballroom in oh, Blackpool, um, which is fab. You've got the Wurlitzer and, you know, and, and people would dance. But there was a couple who used to get up and do the Paso Doble. Oh, wow. But it was, I mean, it's quite a, it's a dance that can either look amazing or really quite comical, mm-hmm. depending on how skilled you are. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think this couple just, tripped over that line to, to, so people would wait for them to for them to do it they would wait for the Paso Doble to come on okay. because they would think oh this couple's going to get up and do this this dance and they're kind of quite amusing 
So every time I hear the Paso Doble or I or see it, I always think of this couple that oh, would get up bless. and dance. So, and so bless cute. them. You know, they loved it, mm-hmm. but it was slightly amusing. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if they still do. I wonder if they still do dances in the tower, but I probably haven't for the last 18 months. No, but... probably not. But oh. you'd hope they do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've also written down under uh, under any other, any other business. Um, does Doug have angina, or is that a breath spray? <laughs> or what is what is going out. on with that? Because if it's an inhaler, then yeah. he needs to work on his technique. Yes, his terrible um, technique. Yeah, if it's a GCN spray, he really needs to get that looked at. Yeah, he does seem to use it quite a quite lot. Quite a bit. And I'm not convinced he uses it sublingually either. I don't think so. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna say it's a breath spray. Yeah, maybe. Let, let's let's yeah. go with that. Or maybe even just like a little calming. Herbal yeah, remedy spray possibly or a, a rescue remedy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The one, yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, <laughs> In I'm which case, you can't blame him for using a whole oh, load of it. That is true. <laughs> yeah, no, I am slightly worried for, for Doug's health. Also, in fact, I should have said this under other film references. There's a little mirror shot because we discussed the the mirror thing mm-hmm. in Shaun of the Dead and in Layer Cake. Yeah. Um, but the, when um, when Scott's dancing mm-hmm. um, and he suddenly looks and Fran's behind him in the mirror, <laughs> so it's like it's a little it's a little mirror shot. Yeah. Uh, I'm not suggesting that she looks scary, although this is the point where this she's is got the point the where she's supposed the to. Yeah, a exactly. Bit, yeah. But um, but yeah, that that made me chuckle <laughs> a little bit. Has it dated? Um. I wrote down videos mm-hmm. because, yeah, and videos at twenty nine ninety nine. You can buy an actual DVD player for but less than that, I think, now. In in Australian dollars, how much is that? That's a good point. I mean, it still seems like a lot, and it that does. Barry Fife seems like the sort of character that would charge a lot. He's the sort of person that thinks he would be worth, like, $30, you Definitely, know? yeah, yeah. Um, even though he's not. But, yeah, <laughs> just, just the actual existence of the videos, how mm-hmm. big they are. Um, and some of the some of the camera techniques, I think some of the slow mo, yeah, um, dates it a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot of like free shots at the start as well. Yeah, I feel like under nitpicks, it was just overused a little bit at yeah. the start. Yeah, yeah, um, and the style of it changes as well because at the beginning, it's yeah. almost like a like a like a docu drama, well, docu soap, I guess. It made me feel like it in like that opening inspired Best in Show. Yes, yeah. Because it kind it's of that. it's like that kind of comedy and that it is. sort of documentary style. Yeah. But yeah, and then all of a sudden it just flicks off yeah. the documentary. That is a bit odd. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why they kind of started out like that and mm-hmm. and then and changed. I do love but, the opening uh, though. The documentary style opening. It's just great. with like the intercuts of yeah. um Shirley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Scott's mum. Yeah. And she's Literally, absolutely, just devastated, and you're trying to figure out what she's what talking about. What has he done? Yeah, first, like, have what I failed as a mother? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. It is, it is brilliant, but it is a, it's, 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 uh, it fits with the tone. You can't mm-hmm. say it's tonally uneven because it Mm-mm. does fit with the tone. But yeah, it's the way that they kind of lose that. Yeah. It starts starts with that mm-hmm. opening, but then it just turns, and it's almost like you've forgotten that by the time you get to the end. And then when you watch it again. You think, oh, I forgot about this weird little bit at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's his first film. Yeah. He's trying things out. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, a little, little bit dated. Mm-hmm. And under, is it COVID safe? There's an awful lot of partner swapping. Oh, there is. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't make the cuss on Strictly Come Dancing. No, I and that think. dance floor is uh, very full at the end. It is, oh my. And yeah. not a mask in sight. There's not. No, <laughs> no. I think that's all my notes, mm-hmm. unless you have any other business. Oh, I just wanted to um, give a shout out to like some of the character names, like Tina Sparkle and Ken Rayleigh. Yeah, because they just Ken Rayleigh is an excellent name. Where did that name come from? <laughs> it's not. got to be based on somebody. Well, it makes real. you think that, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I love Ken Rayleigh's uh, hot tub. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way that that scene is filmed as well, because you think, oh. You know what? He's a bit of a catch. He's got his hot tub. He's yeah, got his champagne. Yeah, then we pull back, and he's just like <laughs> in a on, probably in a, on an industrial yeah. estate. Yeah, you imagine. in a sale room. Sort exactly. Of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like the fact that at the end of the film, you realise that everyone's starting to feel a little bit guiltier as well about the way they've treated Scott yes. and Fran, and the fact that they've yeah. sort of all kind of come to terms with the fact that you know they need to move on and and let them do their thing. Yeah. It's All nice right. that Liz is the one that plugs the music back in. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then obviously like the little bit with um, Doug and Shirley at the end oh, where they have to dance. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like they've kissed and made up as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. realise the error of well, 
She's realised the error of her ways, maybe. Yes. Um, oh, at the end lovely. of the film, mm-hmm. just as the credits start to roll, um, I noticed that it said, in memory of Ted Albert. Oh, yes. He was one of the co-producers, I believe. Um, so I, be- I think he was, like, a big presence in, mm-hmm. like, music production in Australia. Right. Sort of a pioneer of it, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then he and someone called... Mile, I'm very sorry, I can't remember his first name. They formed this MA production company who oh, bought the okay. rights yep. um, to make the film. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I think that's why it's in yeah. in memory of him. I thought that was Yeah, nice. he passed away, I think. Bef- I don't know if it was before the film was finished or if it was before the film was started, but mm-hmm. um, they still they were committed and they still yeah. um, slumped up the money and produced the film. I think they almost entirely funded the film. It was, a, it was the biggest chunk anyway. Wow. So, um, so yeah. Oh, well, thank you, m Productions, for Absolutely. producing such a brilliant film. Long footnote. Ted Albert had a fascinating career, starting when he was appointed managing director of the new recording division of the family music business, J. Albert & Sons, in 1964. He subsequently became one of Australia's biggest musical impresarios, facilitating recordings by artists as diverse as John Paul Young and ACDC, always pushing the envelope with new technology. After seeing Baz Luhrmann's early stage production of Strictly Ballroom, he and Tristan Mayle bought the rights to the film adaptation and Ted spent three years raising the finance. Love is in the Air was written by Henry Vander and George Young from the band The Easy Beats, one of Ted's first signings at Albert Productions. By the way, 30 Australian dollars is about 16 quid. It's lovely. It's always nice when you see a new film and it becomes a new favourite. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're in November. We are. Which means that next month... Yes. I don't want to worry anybody, but it's it's coming up to Christmas. Yeah. It's here. It is. So we need to discuss what film we're going to we're going to watch <laughs> next <laughs> next month. I know. There's precious few non-Hollywood um, Christmas films. Yeah, someone was trying to sell us on planes, trains, and automobiles. Well, but it's a great film. Yeah, but but one, it's, it's Thanksgiving. Well, true <laughs> and true. Two. Yeah, it's um, it's outside of our. It is. It is great. It is. I watched it fairly recently. Actually. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I did a whole Steve Martin retrospective. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, because if we're going to open open the floodgates to that sort of film, then we could do any Shane Black film pretty much as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's outside our remit. It is. It we is. Oh, it you go down as that much road. As we'd love to. We'll be watching Michael Bay films before. <laughs> You know what's going well, on. No, we'll never get that far down the list. <laughs> we'll not sing that. Come long. on. <laughs> um, so I don't know what's what's on the um, what's on the agenda. We've got have we got two or three nativity films to to pick from? Are there three now? Oh, I don't know. I thought there was only two. Is there? Is there a third? I don't know. I feel like there might be. Okay. I don't know. I mean, there's love actually. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's not love actually. Well, it wouldn't take us. Uh, it wouldn't be too difficult to do degrees of Richard Curtis, I guess. Uh, I feel like we'd have to do degrees to somebody else. We would. Surely. We would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is love actually. I feel like I may. Have... Does the holiday? Oh, please no! That's, no, that's a Hollywood film. That's definitely no, it's a Hollywood not really, film. It's, it's a kind Hollywood of, film. It's a it's an international film, technically. No, it's... just no. <laughs> <laughs> um, love actually might be, you know, it, it might be, might be a possibility. Who knows? Who knows? Might be a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got some nativities. What else? Get Santa, which I still have never seen. I do. What? What is that? Get it's Santa. A, it's a th- yeah, yeah. Okay. It is. It's like a British gangster Santa film. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So it's going to be between, I think, Love Actually and and a nativity film. Yeah, probably. Wow. Unless we can come up with something better in the meantime. Pressure's on. Pressure's oh, yeah. on. <laughs> right. Well, enjoy your Christmas shopping, everybody. Oh, yes. Good luck and, with that, guys. Um, yeah. We'll uh, we'll see you on the other side. Mm-hmm. Tatty bye. Jingle, jingle. <laughs>